0: You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody. This is another episode of Locked On Texas on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your news, your team every day. And I know that last statement isn't really as true as it. We would like to be, Uh, but as always, it is your guy, John, some sports guy Hickman, and a little different today, I'm by myself, Cody is actually in Vegas covering the Summer League, you can get a lot of updates at YouCanArgueThatSports.com and follow us on Twitter and like the Facebook page, but I'm not here to talk about basketball, no I am not, I'm I'm here to talk about the Houston Texans, and there's been... And of course, you guys—we're gonna talk about what, I like, the cause and effect. What caused this to lead to a couple things? There has been some juiciness coming out that uh, Gain and Bill O'Brien didn't see eye to eye on getting who signed. Well, who's missing right now? JD Clowney. He is not around, and we're going to definitely talk about uh, his leave of absence and what's going on with his contract. And as you know, the Texans do not have a general manager. Well, some more news came out, uh, and we talked about this uh, a couple shows back. The possibility of what is going to happen with the Houston Texans would actually struck gold. It makes no sense. What they are doing on Kirby off 610 is ridiculous. And I can't wait to talk about it. I really can. This is a solo show today. Um, And we're going to have, you know, a good discussion about what the hell is going on. And how each week, I don't want to say each day, because each day would imply that there is more activity with the regression. But each week, the team regresses. And it ain't because of those players. It ain't at all. It's because of everything that is trickling down. And when the head is not right, guess what happens to the rest of the body? It won't function. When we come back, what the hell is going on off 6'10 and Kirby at the N-R-G? All of that and more on the Locked On Texas podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network. Don't go nowhere, guys. Welcome back in, everybody. Sit down, or if you are driving, continue to drive, be safe. I hope you have your seatbelt on. Whether you are at work, it does not matter. Wherever you are, tell your smart device to play, especially if you're in the car. It's so much easier if you're driving. Keep your hands on the wheel. Tell your smart device to play Locked On Texans podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. It'll play from Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, stitcher megaphone the whole nine and you can also find this on you can argue that sports.com again that's you can argue that sports.com Houston's one-stop shop for the city of Houston and sports all together now like I said earlier in the, in, the, in the previous segment discussion conversation whatever the hell you want to call it <sighs> No matter what in life, if your head is cut off, if your head is dysfunctioning, if your head is not working properly, then the rest of the body will fold. It will fall. This entire summer has been completely lackluster, undesirable, disappointing. That, that there are so many words I can use To describe this previous summer, this current summer, rather, for the Houston Texans. And each week it gets worse and worse. It's so bad now, I may have to make up a name of how bad it is. And then, boom, June 7th, we're getting Gain out the door. Gain has to go. Rightfully so, I believe that he did a terrible job. I also believe you do not fire a guy if you do not have somebody that can feel his position immediately, especially for a team who has won three a- AFC title, AFC South titles, but are one in three and, and look forward to the future of improving that playoff record. Now, we all know the, the history of Brian Gain. It's been 18 months. It was 18 months before he was fired. Had a terrible, terrible free agency. Had a very disappointing, shockingly disappointing draft, considering the draft picks that he had in, in this past draft. And came down from McNair. We got to get him out of here. He's gone. Cal acknowledged it was odd timing. And things are going to remain odd or at the least unconventional for the near future. And then, boom, the reports came out. The Houston Texans will not have a GM for the 2019 season. That was re- first reported by ESPN Adam Schefter on Wednesday afternoon. They would not be hiring a new GM for the 2019 season. Instead, it would be a divvy of responsibility among Existing front office members such as Mike, I'm sorry, Matt Barazgan, James Liefert, Chris Olson, and Jack Easterby, who uh, was brought in from the New England Patriots in April. And he is serving as the team's president of development. Now, let me paint a picture for you. Let me paint a very good picture. You are in an AFC South that one team that was expected to go really far that was held back by a quarterback, well, that issue was fixed. The Jacksonville Jaguars. You have Indy who turned it on last season. And oh, they have Andrew Luck, who seems to be healthy, and Quentin Nelson, and Darius Leonard. So they have two rookie all-pro players on their team, and they, they were able to retain guys and get better in a certain areas. They brought in Justin Houston. You even have the Tennessee Titans, who brought in a quarterback to give Mariota some, some, some pressure. And Ryan Tannehill. They're going to get healthier. They lost a couple guys. They're going to get healthier. And they know how to cause pressure. And then you have the Houston Texans. Didn't do a damn thing in free agency to get quality linemen in. The draft, everything right now is, of course, a wait to see with all of the prospects. You made the decision to let go of Brian Gaines. And again, I don't think anybody in the city of Houston is upset at that. But then you get caught with tampering charges for the New England Patriots. They filed that against you because you wanted to go out and get Nick Casario. That didn't work. And we mentioned before, me and Cody mentioned before, how we would not be surprised if you spent an entire season without a GM. That is the most laughable and dumbest thing I've heard in the NFL outside of the players and actions that they take off the field in a very long time. This is a professional business. You can't operate this like a substitute teacher. That's unexcusable. So now players in the organization, not only players, people who have to answer to uh, the front office, these guys are supposed to answer to a GM. Now, with three or four heads all in line now, who's going to answer specifically to what? That is going to be the biggest issue. That is going to have a lot of people confused. It's going to create confusion, and I believe more heads will continue to roll, and more people will lose their jobs because one half, third of the GM will say, well, we want to do this. And if if this is a real GM then that's it. This is my decision. But only one-third of them is going to say something, and the possibility of when that third of the GM goes home, another one says, well, I want to do this. Now you have a guy who has to answer typically and historically to one GM. Now he has to answer to two or three, and let's say all of you guys are not on the same accord. Then what the hell happens next? It's unexcusable. It makes no sense. Now, uh, another question I really, I really want to look at, need to look at. Where's Bill O'Brien in all of this? Where's my man Billy O? And I'm a huge Billy O fan. But we all know about the history between him and Rick Smith. And by the way, Rick Smith Boy, did he deliver before his way out. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look at his last draft. We know about his issues with the with with, with Rick Smith. And 18 months in, I remember Gang was originally one of the guys, Billy O, when they uh consulted with him, he, he vouched for Gang. 18 months later, uh, we got to go with, with what Cal says. Which is true. But this team is historically known, at least for the last five to seven years, to try to model everything after their big brothers. Which includes looking for, can I get hand-me-downs? You used to have it. Why can I have it? Can I have it? Can I have some? Players, coaches front office, the whole nine. And I'm starting to see a trend here that the possibility of Billy Yo setting himself up, and let's get one thing straight, that man deserved a contract extension after making the playoffs back-to-back years with, A, uh one year it was Brian Hoyer and Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think somebody else one year they had four starting quarterbacks and then the next year Brock Osweiler who had more turnovers and touchdowns that was also the last playoff win as well the only playoff win for that matter against an Oakland Raider team that had nobody at that point and hobbled into the playoffs but nonetheless It would not shock me at this point if Bill O'Brien sets himself up and this is all a power move to become the GM of the Houston Texans while being a coach and to establish himself as a new regime along with Cal McNair. I believe they have a good relationship. I believe their relationship is what Bob McNair and Rick Smith was. The only difference is Rick Smith never coached in his life a professional team. He's always been up top. He's always been up top. Now, if I'm Bill O'Brien, my case for this job would be well, let's look what I have done with less. I haven't seen a coach in this NFL within the last 10 to 15 years do more with less than Bill O'Brien. You can go check it out. You can't tell me who. You cannot tell me who at that quarterback position. You may be able to say uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars when they made the playoffs for Blake Bortles. However, Brock Osweiler had more turnovers and touchdowns. And one year, they started four different quarterbacks. So I don't want to hear that. That's my case number one. Also, look at, in my tenure, the guys I brought in. I was a part of that draft class when I brought you the the best receiver in the league right now, DeAndre Hopkins. You can possibly take credit for Deshaun Watson and a little bit more. Oh, and by the way, what we're going to talk about next... If I was the GM, well, we probably would have had J.D. Clowney on our team right now. We probably would still have a guy that should have retired a Houston Texan, Kareem Jackson, on our team right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is a power move, a power play by Bill O'Brien. I wouldn't at all. Would not be shocked, especially considering – he would have the leverage because, well, we spent an entire year with no GM. And if there is success for the Houston Texans at any point in any job, if you give me lemon and I make lemonade with a twist of vodka and the party is loving it and I'm moving a room and shaking hands and kissing babies and all of the chaos – And the fire and the dumpster fire that is going on in the back, you can't even recognize it because I am doing that well on the floor with my job. Then, hey, excuse me. I think I deserve another position. I think it's time to move up. Oh, and guess what he doesn't have to do? Fight with a GM. Because I guarantee you. Players that should be ready to head into training camp, which is in a couple weeks. That means football is, can you smell it? Can you, if you smell, can you smell the is here? Madden is around the corner. You can pre-order it now. But I guarantee you some very key and valuable guys that should be here, well, they would be here right now. I don't know. This is something that's going to be very interesting to look into. There is going to be a a team of three people in their positions all actively working as one GM, and that is going to be interesting because I've never heard of it before, and I've never heard of it as being successful at that. I'm going to tell you what's successful, fellas. The game you talk when you're out trying to get a woman, that's not successful. Because a lot of times you guys are not ready for the heat that's about to be thrown your way. Let's talk about it. Let's be honest. It's just me and you. We're having a conversation. You're not ready. It's not like the old days. Remember when you were always ready to go? Well, let's talk about sex, let's talk about good sex. Now you can increase your performance and get an extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Again, that is bluechew.com. Blue like the color, chew like ever in your teeth, probably gum. Blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And you know they work. You know they work. So go ahead and check out bluechew.com. Again, that is bluechew.com. Your first shipment is free. Whenever you use special promo code, all caps code, and all you have to do is pay the $5 shipping fee. It's worth it. Trust me, I know. Again, that is bluechew.com. Bluechew is better, cheaper, and a faster choice. Thank you guys for sponsoring Locked on Texas podcast. When we come back, who's missing and why. And if he will come back or if he will not, Monday is a very key and critical day. Don't go nowhere. Locked on Texas podcast. Day 100, I don't know, when was the last time we saw Jadavion Clowney in a Houston Texans uniform? Everybody, welcome back in the Locked On Texans podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. What what has it been since January? It's been a while. And reports are that no contract extension uh, is expected for Jadavion Clowney before Monday's deadline for all franchise tags to be signed um, he is expected to miss most if not all of training camp and will show up prior to the regular season which is not good this is this this, this this is why this has been my issue with not having an active GM in place this is not good this is a guy that has been known to uh, deal with injuries now he's he he has fought that injury bug. So I'm not going to hold that against him. However, this is the National Football League. That injury bug can come back and bite you at any time. He's also a guy that conditioning has been called into question. And he's now going to miss, uh, uh re- accordingly, I'm sorry, not recorded, reportedly, most, if not all, of training camp and will show up prior to the regular season. That isn't good. And the, the biggest problem is, if I'm Jadavian Cloney in my camp, why would I come and deal with any of you guys right now? There's no real GM to get this job done. There's nobody really in that, in that front office that I could trust to get this job done correctly. This is huge, man. This is huge because we're seeing players say, okay, you know what? You don't want to pay me? I I can sit. I'm still young. I can work out every day and continue to keep my body in shape. And then when the time comes, I'm out. I'm bouncing. Yeah, the barbecue was good down here. Yeah, H-E-B is fun. Whatever. But I'm out. It doesn't make any sense. And uh, Jadavid Clowney, listen. The reports are he's gonna play in the regular season. He's just gonna show up whenever he feels like it. And I don't blame him. Like I said, I who, why would I show up on time? You can make your, your case about well, why will we pay him more? He's looking for this player position's money. He he technically pay plays this player, this position. Uh he really hasn't hit his full stride and potential yet. At this point, it's not about that. Kareem is gone. Honey Badger is gone, which I'm not really that upset about. You don't have your GM. Um, you brought in lackluster players on the defensive end, some of which was signed last year. Gang guys. Hashtag gang guys. Some of those guys still are underperforming. <coughs> a certain cornerback out there in the red, white, and blue that hasn't been performing. This is his second year as a Houston Texan. I don't know what these these guys are doing. And the biggest issue that we're going to have to look at and evaluate is how serious is Cal McNair at running the Houston Texans? Now, I think it's way too early for that question. I think whenever you start a new regime, which Cal is coming in hands-on, you have to do a a, a cleansing. You have to cleanse. It's just not a good time to do it two weeks before a training camp starts. I think that's the issue at hand. Anyway, this is Locked On Texas podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can also find this on YouCanArgueThatSports.com. Again, that is YouCanArgueThatSports.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You can also find this on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, Megaphone. I definitely want to leave you guys with one of my favorite moments, again, in the Houston-Texas history. I don't know if you remember this guy. He played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. His name was Justin Blackman. And when I thought this guy was going to be amazing in this league, of course, that was before a lot of the issues that Justin had to deal with. Him and Andre Johnson had one of the greatest receivers you could say you could bring up a lot of other guys that was able to go back and forth on their respective teams against each other. But these guys were going at it. And both of these guys had underperforming quarterbacks. And Andre Johnson filled the arena, the stadium, with so much energy. I don't know if you guys remember that. I don't know if you guys remember that 14 reception, 273 yard, and a touchdown performance Andre Johnson put on in the city at that time. And oh, Matt Schaub actually ended that game with 527 yards and five touchdowns. That was one of Matt Sharp's good good years. Andre Johnson was just, you know, to this day one of my favorite athletes because, you know, he's one of those guys that comes in, does his job, Doesn't cause any trouble unless you're calling Finnegan and goes home. Performs every single time. Again, this is Locked On Texas on the Locked On Podcast Network. Only on Locked On Podcast Network again, and you can argue that sports.com. I am some sports guy. Peace, love. And if you're at your job and your GM quits, go on, Indeed, and find a new job. And I'm out.